This is the new LOL podcast, and I am Karen Stewart. My goal is to challenge you, motivate, and encourage you to live your life boldly as a Christian out loud. Do me a favor. If you find anything of value, any motivation, any encouragement, help me spread the word like this. Share it on all your channels. And thanks for listening. Let's get started. Have you ever wondered or thought about what it would be like to have been born at a different point in time or history? Sometimes when I'm reading stories in the Bible, I just think how wild would it have been to see those things happen in real life? There's just so many stories, real life stories of real people, real event that's actually happened And I sometimes just sit and think about them. And honestly, I marvel at the things God did and the way that he did them. And I just wish I could have been there and seen them for myself. Like when the Red Sea formed giant walls of water on either side and several hundred thousand people, if not a million plus, walked through the sea on dry ground in Exodus 14. Or when Elijah was praying on Mount Carmel, when he was having that showdown with the prophets of Baal, and the Lord answered him with fire coming down from heaven in 1 Kings 18. Or when Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist, we just talked about that, and the Holy Spirit descended like a dove upon him, and everyone present heard the voice of God say, this is my beloved son in Matthew 3. And of course, the entire book of Esther is just like one big epic drama. It's one of my absolute favorite books of the Bible. And when I read it, it is just like I'm reading the lines of a grand theatrical production. I can see all of the events and all of the characters just like watching a play on a stage. And I can actually hear Mordecai's often quoted grand declaration to the queen, who knows whether you have not attained royalty for such a time as this. Did you ever stop to think that the day, the moment, the hour of your birth, to the parents that God chose to create you in the place where you were destined to make your grand entry was all decided and designed by God. God told Jeremiah in chapter one, verse five, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I have appointed you as a prophet to the nations. And David wrote in one of his glorious Psalms, 139, verses 13 and 14, For thou did form my inward parts. Thou did weave me in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Now, can I tell you a secret? Okay. There have been times in the past when I read those verses and I thought, You know, 
that's fine for Jeremiah. He may have been called and consecrated in his mother's womb, but I'm not Jeremiah. And I know that David knew that he was fearfully and wonderfully made, but I'm not David. Now, I'm sure none of you have thought things like that, but when I read the Bible, I actually try to engage with it. And those are thoughts that in the past have come to my mind. But then when you read Paul's sermon to the Greeks on Mars Hill in Athens, that really shuts down all that noise and all those lies of the enemy. Here's what he said in Acts 17, 24 through 27. The God who made the world and all things in it, since he is Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made with hands, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all people life and breath and all things. And he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on the face of the earth, having determined their appointed times and the boundaries of their habitations. Why did he do that? Verse 27 says it, that they would seek God. If perhaps they might grope for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. So this means that every single human being was made by God and appointed by him the time when they would be alive on this earth and where they would live. And what was the purpose? So that all of us would seek him so that he could be found by us. Think about it. Nothing has changed from the beginning of time when God created Adam. The whole point in God's heart was to have a relationship with the ones he created. So God had a dream in his heart when he made you. And when you were born, his dream came to life. And though the Bible also says we were all born into sin because of Adam's foolish mistake, God already made a provision to overcome that and to guarantee that there would be nothing that would ever separate his creation from him again. That was the decision that Jesus would be beaten and scourged and abused and crucified at the hands of sinners so that his holy spotless blood would forever cover all of our sin and provide a way for us to connect to him and to the Father forever. So when we don't take the time to pursue God and know him deeply and closely and intimately while we are here on this earth, it shows that we have completely missed the point of our existence. We have substituted fulfillment from the creation instead of the creator. And we have traded the excellence of the knowledge of God that Jesus died so we could have for nothing eternal in return. What a waste. Honestly, of all the things we could spend our time and energy on, what could be greater than intimate devotion to the master, owner, ruler, 
and creator of all things. In Ecclesiastes, Solomon paints a vivid picture of the futility of human life apart from Christ. He talks about spending a life in pursuit of every kind of pleasure and satisfaction and fulfillment that could have been known to man. And at the end of his grand experiment, what was his conclusion? All of it is absolutely meaningless. (laughs) After 12 full chapters of almost ranting about the frustrations he learned firsthand, he ended with one conclusion. Fear God and keep his commandments. That's it. And can I tell you something? When you decide to make Jesus the object of your affection, your attention, and your devotion, that gets easier with every passing day. Because the things, the situations that most often entice us to sin and to not please him become meaningless and unfulfilling and dim until the only thing that truly matters to us is him. Loving him, pleasing him, and living for him every moment of every day. So there's no time like the present family. He created us for one purpose, to know him, to love him, and have relationship with him. Um, Wherever you are with him, you can take it up a notch and start doing that today, passionately and boldly, out loud.